0: Welcome to the Chirpin' Yodis. Yodis, guys. It's Yodis. Um,
1: <laughs> your favorite... Lost, Tyler.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did not lose. I merely just didn't win as much as I normally do. So, <laughs> we'll get into that subject later. Welcome to the Chirpin' Yodis, your favorite fan-made podcast. I'm Tyler. Join me, as always, Stathead Grandy, our Shakespearean expert, Mr. Haynes, and Chase is sitting out this one tonight with some goings-ons. Boys, how are we doing?
2: Uh... You know, outside of this game that's on the TV, doing fairly well. You mean um, the Suns game? <laughs> no, the <laughs> you know exactly which game. I, I don't,
0: actually. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Uh, this
2: Vegas game ugly. Um, But got to go see the Coyotes live. Got to watch them warm up close and in person. Got a pretty sick video of Keller doing some dangles. That was fun uh outside of that just doing pretty good watching the yotes win and watching them mainly lose what about you haynes
1: doing well you know uh can't brag i'm gonna be out in the uh, wilderness with no uh
3: well not no little cell phone service so hopefully y'all hear me back for episode uh Episode 27, I'm, I believe, uh, next Tuesday. Hopefully, you all hear me back for that one. If not, it's been a pleasure being on here as a co-host for the show. But uh, it's been good otherwise. I was named uh, Employee of the Month at work and then the uh, District Employee of the Month this morning. So it's been a pretty good day. It's been turning in the right direction. So hopefully, it, uh, it stays that way.
0: That's good. If uh, I don't hear from you, I'm assuming you got eaten by a Wendigo and your pay for the Chirpin' Yodis will be dispersed amongst the other hosts. So just so you know, uh, your family's not getting that back. So be careful out there.
3: We'll talk off air. <laughs>
0: uh, we'll talk about it. We'll get the finance department involved. Just real quick
2: as we're talking here, Dylan Gunther just scored his second of the game. Spicy
0: dude. for Dylan Gunther. Spicy Dill. That stupid little gift they keep tweeting of him. doing a little circle in the pow. I keep seeing that like every day, I swear. I, I see it all me in my Sleep.
3: But every time I see it, I look up and I'm like, oh, Granny retweeted it.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> every time. No, you're exactly right. Every time, you're exactly right. Oh my god. A little man crush over there, I oh, guess. Randy. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the future. What can I say? That's all we got so far, boy, especially with that score. But the Suns game, you know? Not, not, oh, I guess that's not going great either, but we'll be fine. But we did have one good game, a shutout versus the Atlanta Jets. That was pretty good. I always enjoy shutting them out.
1: Man, you know, just real quick,
0: mm.
2: I couldn't stand that game. No? Why is that? We played, what, 80% of it in our own zone. They got in 47 shots on goal. And don't get me wrong, Vemelka was outstanding. He absolutely deserved the win. Just not a single other Coyote on this team did. Uh, It's just, in a year where we are looking for things to build off of and things for the future, watching a 47-shot game that's absolutely dominated from Winnipeg from start to finish where our two guys who get points are Antoine Russell with the goal and Louis Erickson with the assist I don't know it just it was a, it was a game that kind of just graded me and I wasn't in the best of moods that night that probably doesn't help it was just a tough game for me to watch Um, but That being said, like I said, Vamelka absolutely 100% deserved that win. That was outstanding on his part. I just wish some of our other guys had, you know, shown up.
1: But that's my thoughts on that game. But we won. That's good. Got two points. We
2: won. Yay, we got two points, which (laughs) Ottawa... So it, we went from the first overall pick to the second overall pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we uh, won.
1: No, and I know. No. And there's, like I said, it's. I it's it's not that I'm cheering for losses, not at all. You you boys know that. I'm sitting here in agony over the
2: over the uh this Vegas Golden Knights game. I just want our wins to come with. Hope for the future too, and that game was just rough.
0: Biggest gold knights game. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm denying it. I don't care. I don't want it. I saw that scoreboard and I was like, you know, I'm just going to pretend that doesn't exist and sweep it under the rug. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) what do
1: you
2: have about it, Haynes? Yeah, you know, um,
3: I'm kind of in the same boat as Granny. You know, I don't want to see the team lose. I don't want to see them win too much, but I don't want to see them just be absolutely dead awful and, you know, win, like, 10 games. I would like to see a little more than that. But, you know, I actually think it was a very good game. Why well, I think a lot of guys could have really stepped up for us in that game. Um, I thought that one of the areas that really stood out to me that we, you know, we kind of dressed on um, howlers and growlers was that actually Pat uh, brought up was the penalty kill. I mean, the Coyotes, minus is still tonight, I mean, looked insane on that penalty kill. I mean, they killed six penalties, including a double minor late in that game. They were blocking shots. They looked more cohesive as a team. And I mean, that's positives you got to take away from this stuff. I mean, Melka, honestly, hell of a game. And, you know, you still got to, you know, point out other areas that were still flaws. You know, the Coyotes still struggling in the face-off circle. They still struggle to move the puck at times. But I mean, there were still positives. I mean, this is a team that You've noticed in the last few weeks, especially, that this team's really building team chemistry, which has lacked for the most part of the season. And, you know, their Tony kills getting a heck of a lot better recently, as, honestly, tonight I'm not going to say so much about, but this team is really kind of, like they have turned a page in terms of really finding themselves in, you know, a new system, and they're finally getting that system. So I think there's positive and negatives to take away from this game. But what do you think, Tyler?
0: I'm happy we got the two points, but yeah, it definitely was rough. Taking 47 is uh, never fun, but I mean, Veggie Man did good. I'm impressed. I only had to watch parts of that game, unfortunately. I was really busy that night, actually this whole week until tonight. But still, I mean, I think uh, hopefully if he develops right, we have our, one of our goals of the future. That's really all I got to say about that one. Uh, I know uh, Granny you probably a lot to say about the wild game, cause he went That's the one he went to, right? Or my crazy. He went to two. Oh, that's okay. uh, That's what I thought.
2: Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was at the wild game up here in Minnesota. Got to watch that live and in person. And first off, Clayton Keller played the best period he's played in his entire career. That first period against the wild. He had a phenomenal overall game, but that first period was special. It was like he took the team on his back and, Willed us to win. he had several good chances, five shots in the goal, but honestly, it's kind of crazy. I would say that that Minnesota wild game we would we played better than we did against the Jets overall as a team. In my opinion, it's just the wild are good the wild are probably going to be up there with the stanley cup favorites towards the end of the year and they just beat you in waves it's just yeah they're insanely good but uh yeah like i said keller was looking good um Our defense held up through most of the game. It kind of melted down towards the second half of the second period, and then we just never got it back. But really, again, like I said, it really was the Keller game. That's what stuck out to me the most from that game was just how incredible he looked.
0: Uh, What do you guys have to say? I have a question, if you don't mind. Stay ahead, Grandy, if I could ask something real quick. Is this do you think that's the Keller we're gonna start getting uh these next couple of years? Is this the kind of who Keller really is, or is it more of like a flash in the pan in your opinion, Haynes, you can answer too if you wanna follow up
2: No, I mean, I think this is the Keller we're gonna get um as good as he's been as many points as he's gotten put some more talent and like me and Haynes were talking about this before the break, before uh we started today. I love Boyd's fit on that line. I really like what he's provided for that line and for this team. But uh, to be real, if you play him with a true elite center there, think of how many more points he has and think of how much better Keller looks as a result. I think as this team continues this rebuild and as it continues to get better, I think you're going to see Keller continue to get better. I wouldn't be shocked if you see if you see him average 70 points maybe even a point per game a season once the talent around him gets up to the up to that level. Uh, what about you, Maine?
1: Yeah. yeah, no,
3: I agree with you, Granny. You know, you you kind of answered exactly how I was going to go with there. You know, I think you know, Keller has kind of, you know, first year was really good as rookie season. He really had a down year in his second year. And his third year was kind of an upside, not much. And I brought up on the episode the other night with Howard Growlers. I actually talked about how you and me have constantly stood on a hill, you know, protecting this guy. We're going to vouch for this guy. We're going to stand for this guy until we die. Like, we're going to back Keller up. And, you know, I think he's finally really kind of finding his footing. This year helps a lot, knowing that he's kind of being the big main guy on the team this year has really helped him, I think. And, you know, we, I mean, people – really look at him and really undervalue him because of the contract he's getting paid. And I understand what he's getting paid is very high for a guy who maybe hasn't produced at that number. But I mean, at the same time, you said it best granny. I mean, look who this guy's played with as a center of his career. I mean, we're talking Derek Stepon, not terrible. Nick Schmaltz hasn't been the greatest player ever. Barrett Hayton up and down, we're talking about Chaz Boyd, who realistically has probably been one of his best centers he's had this season. I mean, this guy has not really played with some phenomenal talent on center, so I mean, we gotta really kind of, you know, weigh in here that this guy's really not playing with, you know, like a McDavid most nights, and I think, you know, when he really gets that talent surrounding him in a few years, I mean, this is a guy that I generally believe with you, Grant, is gonna be a per point player, point-for-game player, if not and easily could be a 70-point player. But I, I definitely think he's just really finding his footing now and he's getting going, and if he can just keep it up and just show up every night, I mean, he's going to be a guy that in a year or two, people are going to look back and say, that was a smart contract that game, because this guy really plays like a guy who should be making this much money.
2: No, and one thing I want to talk about with that too is the other thing with the Keller contract is... The unfortunate timing of the pandemic and the resulting flat cap era. Um, We've seen it go up a million over the last three years. If it went up the amount it was going up prior to the flat cap era, I think this contract would be normal for someone of Keller's caliber. Um, But that really threw a wrench, and that's why you see so many contracts around the league that are looking far worse than they should because the flat cap era hit us out of nowhere. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody was expecting it. Nobody was prepared for it. And all these contracts that were signed right before it started just look bad now. That's not on Keller. That's not even really on Chica. Did Chica overpay Keller? Yes, obviously he did.
1: But it's not as egregious as it looks. If we uh
2: <laughs> if the cap was going up. Back to you. What do you guys have to say on that?
0: Actually I just wanted to so I think that was even when he signed it, I think the natural hat trick, rest in peace. They kind of said something like that, too. Like, in a couple of years, it won't look that bad. Obviously, no one saw a pandemic coming. That's out of Keller's control. At least I hope so. If he can create a natural pandemic, that's pretty insane. But, uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm glad. Seeing those flashes in the pan, I actually went back and watched those um, highlights. Excuse me. Uh, just for that. I'm excited. Um, now that I'm with Team Keller, I'm kind of like, man, that Kool-Aid was the best Kool-Aid, boys. Thank you for that. I appreciate that, Grandy. Best six-pack I ever got.
2: Also, Dylan Gunther scored a hat trick. Oh my god! <laughs> Live <laughs> on the <laughs> air.
0: Live on the air. Spicy
3: Dill updater.
0: Need a need a cold shower, Grandy? Doing all right? I might have. If he gets, <laughs> if, if he scores a Joe
2: Thornton hat trick, I might. Uh, you know, he could just take an intermission. <laughs> Anyways, um, take a got, break. Okay, we've got it off track. Uh, you guys didn't <laughs> touch on the wild game overall. What did you guys think on the wild game?
0: Uh, like I said, I didn't get to watch that one either. The word I just didn't happen to close, but um, glad you got to go and had fun. And the Keller stuff that was great. I'm, it's cool to hear uh, perspective on that. So Haynes, wrap it up.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, good start from the team. Keller's goal looked great. I mean, they fell behind there afterwards. I mean, got to give uh, you know some credit there to uh, what was it Wedgwood in that. I mean. Two, two or three of those goals that beat him were screens that, I mean, he didn't see. I mean, regardless though, I mean, it was really hot stuff in this team, something that we don't usually see, and it kind of, you know, blowed over pretty quickly. And Minnesota, this is a team that in the last, like, two years we played them, we just we can't seem to beat them. They're the kryptonite to us. And, I mean, they're only going to get better. I mean, for real, Kaprizov in that team is just unreal. And But, I mean, yeah, I mean, there was stuff you could take taken away overall. It wasn't the greatest game for the team, but, I mean – then again, this team is gonna be inconsistent. They're never gonna be good for a stretch. They're never gonna be terrible for a stretch. Well, maybe for stretches, but they're never gonna be like good for you know like a whole month straight. So it's kind of just up and down situation for them every in, every night in and out. You never know what you're getting from this team. And you know, called them on an off night, and honestly, they're having a they're honestly not having an off night tonight because they just
1: didn't seem to show up tonight.
0: That's why I it doesn't exist. Don't you yeah. talking about? What game, game are you talking about? The Suns? I mean, they're only down by three at the half. That's not a big deal. I don't know what you're talking well, about. The worst part about this Knights
2: game, since it's going on and I don't want to talk about it next pod. The worst part about this Knights game has been our really our defensive coverage through the neutral zone because they've gotten so many odd man breaks this this uh game it's unreal and this has been something that we've struggled with all year we seem to give up a lot of odd man rushes Um, and part of it is we just get too fancy at both lines and we just tend to turn it over in bad spots and the other part is we just don't have a lot of team speed so if they hit a foot on us it's almost like it's done already because we're not catching up to them uh, but that's all I want to talk
0: about this uh, night's game. We can move along. I can skip it next week. Thank goodness, because I don't like the way that score looks. <laughs> but there is something that came up, what was it, yesterday morning? Actually, I think it was As I Awoken. I believe this uh, happened to break at the same time. Um, we got some arena drama. I know it's the new thing for us. I've never had that before, so I know we're definitely not veterans at this point. But uh, apparently, we're up and for sale. To Houston, evidently, uh, according to some what do you call it, like a banker, like some banker source or something. Is that what they called it? Something like according,
3: that. According to Forbes, who has always ran such positive, great articles about the Coyotes, really, anybody should check them out. They write such nice things about the Coyotes. Never, never write anything negative about the team. But Forbes is the one that wrote the uh, article. Apparently, that they're in sale to a to a banker that has plans to move them to Houston. That was dispelled pretty quickly by. Craig Morgan and some inside sources. And then, obviously, Xavier Gutierrez, president of the team, quickly dispelled that rumor, too. So, you know, as Craig made the joke, relocation rumor 3,100, like 57. I mean, the reoccurring joke that's even going to be even worse now because we're going to hear about it for even longer until this team announces where they're going to be playing next season. Because like Grandy pointed out the other day, we have three weeks until this lease ends. Also, we're finishing the season there, but we do not have a home after this. They're going to find something. They need to announce something these next three weeks that they have a lease in place somewhere to play.
1: Yeah. The other, so.
2: I, the other thing I want to touch on with that, too, is one of the one of the things that makes the most sense is the Veteran Memorial Coliseum, and in order to play there, we
1: need to do some serious renovations to it. Um... If we're running out of time to do that before next season starts, we're going to run out of time on that one.
2: So that leaves us with even less viable options available. I know Elliot Friedman said something about playing in several different locations throughout the season, but man, that sounds complicated. Like a couple games in Chase, a couple games in Veterans Monk Coliseum a couple games in this new Sun Devil Stadium, a couple games in Tucson. Like, that sounds kind of ugly to me. I'd rather just have one set spot, and obviously the team would too, so hopefully it doesn't come down to that. Man, we're just... We're running out of time. And as long as this isn't here, this is the tip of the iceberg for relocation rumors. These are going to come hot and heavy. We are going to get hit hard with them over the next couple months because we don't have a place to play next year. Um and until we do, there's nothing to stop people from saying that relocation makes sense because <laughs> again, we don't have a place to play. Um obviously it's not going to happen. We will get a place to play. It will come down to that. But the team just, we really need to get a move on with announcing it so that we can put an end to this and give the fans some much-needed hope.
0: Uh, what are? You, what about you, Tyler? You know, as we joked about before the podcast uh, was recording, I wouldn't be surprised he won this freaking Stanley Cup. They're like, hey, do the code? going to move to Houston. Like, the day we win it. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it seems to me, I, I do genuinely believe um, our ownership group, that they do seem committed. I mean, as much as you invested in the Kachinas and the Growlers program and uh, the whole skating for Leighton, if they weren't that invested, they wouldn't really uh, care. Uh, I, I live in Texas, unfortunately. and. I know a team, the, the Rampage, they're now the uh, Henderson Silver Knights, I believe they're called. I, I could tell the difference that the ownership group didn't really care about them. When you went to see their games, you can tell that it was where the Spurs played. They're just kind of this this like extra like, oh yeah, and the Rampage. It was never uh, anything, you know, they never did any big community things outside of the, the usual you know, military night and this and that. Whereas the coyotes seem to be the complete opposite. They seem to be completely invested. They have seemed to embrace the Arizona with the rebrand. We talked about a couple of episodes back. I think we would probably see more writing on the wall other than just some guy at Forbes being like, oh, some banker guy said, you know. Um, Anywho, all I have to say is we'll never hear the end of this, especially as you boys said, or as Granny said, you know, we need to get it home. As soon as possible. It makes it hard because even I'm kind of getting nervous now. I'm like, you know, I kind of was going to get some Coyote stuff, but I'm afraid now. I'm a little like, well, what if something happens? What if this is the time that we do? Obviously, I don't think we are, but you never know. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing about like, oh, Houston's so great. Houston's a great people who don't live in Houston or people don't live in Arizona or Texas. Like, how do you even know? How do you? I've been, I lived in both these states and I can tell you even from outside way over here, I can tell the impact Coyotes hockey has had on the Valley. Look at ASU. Austin Matthews. Uh, what is it? Over like number two or number three for women's and girls hockey in the country? I mean, that, you're telling me the Coyotes aren't working? Tucson is working? I mean, I, I just don't, well, whatever. Anyways, Saints, before I get more tangency, you uh, want to add anything, sir?
3: Nah, I don't think I really have anything to add there. I think you guys are going kind to of have I, I don't think this team's moving. I generally don't. I keep going back to the same thing over and over. If they're going to move, it would have happened by now in 26 years of being here. As long as Gary Bettman's commissioner of this team, he's not gonna move them. They've done too much stuff here, committing themselves to diversity in the league and all that, and like in within the sport and in the state of Arizona, there's just too many parts that don't make sense, and then that they would leave, and then with the whole, you know, betting being legal, I don't see Morello knowing that he can make money off that is willing to sell this team. So there's just too many red flags with all these people saying, you know, there's this is why they should leave and this is why they should. There's just too many red flags. I see too many things that guys are benefiting from and like doing within Arizona to promote hockey that would make them us uh, think, you know, that they would be moving.
0: I mean, they just in the continuing, you know, to add to that too, like just the investment in the valley too. I mean, especially if you're a billionaire owner who has a sports book already because you have like plots of land and in Vegas. Why well, would you go to a state that doesn't have it? Like, why would you, like, who would even, that makes no sense. And then, I I think, Randy, you said it uh, yesterday, the relocation fees and all that comes with it, and then to pay for the rebranding. I mean, and people keep saying that, oh, well, if you move them, the problems go away. I'm like, but do they, though? I mean, do they? Just because you have a different location doesn't mean a whole lot. I mean, yeah, I guess there are fresh starts and all that, but, I mean, I don't see how that would affect anything. But One thing I do want
2: to say to that, though, is that doesn't Texas have
0: legalized sports gambling as well no it doesn't oh it doesn't no surprisingly I, that's what i thought so i saw a bunch of fan obviously because arizona is legalized i'm like oh i'm gonna download it no it doesn't have it you think it would and i'm surprised it doesn't but it doesn't have it. we get the advertisements all the time DraftKings, all that but for some reason it's not legal here I don't, i'm surprised uh-huh right i know
2: no, i mean yeah that's another mark in our favor then i
0: yeah. mean everybody
2: Brings up that Houston is the sixth largest
0: market in North America, and, and Phoenix is the fifth. True, True. exactly. That's exactly. I right. mean, how does that make it like? Oh, well, Houston's the only area in the top ten area that doesn't have a hockey team. What Then Phoenix would be one. So it's what? like, what kind of argument is that? I do
2: truly believe Houston will have a team someday. I truly believe this. Move so on. It will be
3: through le- Relocar expansion.
2: Yep, they will, they be will- expansion. Expansion team, I could see it. I could see us doing it, even five, six years from now, trying to recoup money from the from the the league's not doing well financially due to the essentially two years of lost revenue with the pandemic, and then this year it's down all throughout the league. I could see them really wanting to pump up revenue a lot by bringing in another expansion team. Um. so yeah I think Houston will have a team and then unless another Canadian team moves then I think Quebec City would be the next expansion team after that it's these places will get their team it's just not
0: going to be ours hands off I think, yeah, and Batman seems to really believe in us. I don't know if it's a pride project or think so we're just a little adorable hockey team trying to survive out here, but I'm thankful for it. Now he's not done the best, especially as of these last couple of months with the whole thing going on, but I do thank him for at least believing in this team like we all do. I will say I will give him that respect and tip my hat for that and only that. Um, and it seems like I think for the first time, I think – let me check my thoughts on this one. So I feel like the Coyotes are a bit bloomed a bit late. I think mm-hmm. now with ASU and all that stuff, I think now we're becoming the influential thing that we we're supposed to be years ago, but now we have the competent owners that actually get us there. I think that we kind of, yeah, it wasn't perfect the first 25 years or so before we took over, but I think now it's really bright with the way the team's being built up, the way the front office is, how ASU, and I, again, I, I keep mentioning them, you know, Austin Matthews, all that. I think that's a big deal. I think that's why we are going to stay. And anybody who doesn't live in Arizona or in Texas, for that matter, because I don't know, I don't like Houston that much. Won't understand that. You know what I mean? Memes are funny. I like memes and shit posting. I do it all the time, as you boys so very well acquainted with. That's kind of all I got on the arena drama. Myself, and you guys want to wrap that up?
2: I'm done talking about arena drama. I've said everything I want to say about it. It's just again. Like I said, this isn't going anywhere. Just brace yourselves, Coyotes fans, because we're in for until we have both a long and short-term solution, not one or the other, but both, we're going to be hit with rumors hard. So just be prepared.
0: And all the shit posts.
2: This isn't the first one. I mean, this isn't
0: the last one. It's just, they're going to keep coming.
2: That's all there is to
0: it. But one thing I did like, what's right up my alley here. I don't know who started this petition. I have no idea, but tip of the cap, whoever you are, absolutely genius. This is the kind of crash talking. I like a lot. They wanted to name the crossroads, the arena, Houston in Quebec. I I know it's probably, it's not tasteful, but I think it's hilarious. Personally, I don't know if you guys want to give your thoughts on that or not, or we can just kind of glaze over it, but I thought it was funny. And we're talking about for a little bit. I mean, It's hilarious. Absolutely. But it's
2: way too early. Yeah, we're kind of celebrating. Yeah, this is the petition to start when we start breaking ground on the arena, not before this gets even approved. (laughs) So slow down. Don't jump the gun. And let's.
0: Damn, it's funny.
2: Let's kick it into overdrive and see if we can actually do it once the arena gets put it's officially getting put there
0: Uh, please don't do see please whoever's in charge of that please that'd be hilarious I would love it so much we've earned it if we get this arena going we've earned it oh goodness so oh yeah anything to wrap pains
3: yeah no I I mean like you said granny I mean don't don't start celebrating now like this arena is getting broken down on right now um Rossi's still weighing approval there and, you know, the whole issue to be resolved with Phoenix Sky Harbor and all that. Um, but I mean, or Sky Harbor, not Phoenix Sky Harbor, but, um, you know, I mean, if we get it done and we can break ground and they do decide to, I mean, it'd be, it'd be funny, you know, it'd be kind of like a little chip, a little chirp back in all those years of, you know, relocation stuff. But I mean, I, I don't want to hear anything about what we're going to name what until I actually know that there is ground being broken, shovels and dirt and, stuff getting completed on a new arena, but I mean I like all good fun, but I want to be able to have more good fun when I know there's actually something being built there, so till we hear anything, I'm just staying out of any chirping and trash talking because I don't want it to come back to bite me in the butt for some weird reason
1: yeah, that's exactly where I'm at I'll laugh and then I'll cry it'll be alright, hopefully
0: uh, fingers crossed knock on wood but Grandy, you said earlier today, you kind of wanted to talk about how Coyotes fans and how other fellow Basement Dwellers fans are kind of handling the season so far. So if you want to go ahead and kind of take well, the floor and start us off on that.
2: Not so much handling the season, but the levels of disappointment, because the Coyotes are exactly where we thought we, we would be. We're down in the basement of the league. It's tough. Um, We might have hoped for a little bit more competitiveness than we've shown us through a lot of these games, but at the end of the day, we knew this was going to be a rough year. The three teams that look like they are going to be in with us is Vancouver, Montreal, and Ottawa, and possibly the New York Islanders, though I do think that they will get better now that they're Most of their games they've played so far are away games. They've dealt with COVID. They've dealt with injuries. I do think they at least, maybe even if they don't make the playoffs, they won't finish in the bottom five. But the three teams that I previously mentioned, you had Ottawa, whose ownership came out and said, our rebuild is over. This is now we are going to try to push to make the playoffs. And they're the worst team in the league. They're worse than we are. Montreal was Stanley Cup Finals, who traded a first and a second round pick for Christian Dvorak to try to keep up. And even if they weren't going to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals again, at least he's be somewhat better than they are. And they're down here looking just as bad as we are. Vancouver, even with Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes and Connor Garland, they're bad again. And this feels like a constant thing with them because they they think their rebuild is over, so they're trying to trade for win now pieces like Connor Garland and Oliver Ekman Larson. I just. I, for one, am extremely excited that we have a management and ownership group that came out and said, this is a rebuilding year, this is a rough year, this is a tough year. Don't get your hopes up versus the other three teams I mentioned, which all three of them were promised they'd be better than they have been. I can't even imagine that level of disappointment right now being... Told being going from the Stanley Cup Finals to the third worst team in the league. Being told that the rebuild is over after four years of a rebuild, and then being the worst team in the league, worse than a team that started the season actively tanking. I just I feel better knowing that we made trades and knowing that we set ourselves up to be in this spot. Versus trading away futures like Vancouver and uh, the, uh, not Seattle, like Vancouver and Ottawa and Montreal did. Um, just another feather in GMBA's cap that he was more prepared for this than the other teams in the basement. Uh, what do you have to say about it, Haynes?
3: Yeah, you know, I think you uh you kind of hit there perfectly. And, you know, something I always get jokes, recurring jokes from other guys inside, you know, that I write with and work with is that the joke always reoccurring is we may have given up these pieces now, but those pieces could come back one day. I mean, look at guys like Dvorak, I mean, Connor Garland. They're both relatively still young. I mean, if this team, Coyotes, four or five years, you know, top of the league and those guys are free, these guys could be back in Arizona. and three, four years when we're a much team in a better position than where we were left. And so, I mean, losing now was hard, but knowing that easily have them back lay down in the future, unless, you know, they're to re-sign a contract extension like Garland did. But I mean, to see them trade these pieces now knowing that they can get them for the future. But as of right now, they can trade for a better future so that if they can get them again, they're in a better spot was a very smart move. And, you know, Montreal is having a very, very tough time where they are. You know, Not having Carey Price is a big blow to you. Not having Shea Weber is a big blow to you. But to go from where they were to... I, now, I didn't think they would be in the play, into the Stanley Cup Finals again, but I did not expect them to be where they are. Ottawa expected it. I know that their, owner, their GM had come out and said the rebuild's finally over. We're competing to win. I just never fully believed it. I mean, I believe that he thought it was over, but I just didn't believe looking at paper that this team was going to beat what's in the Atlantic Division right now. And, you know, and the last team you said there was, I'm terrible about remembering team names. Who'd you say there? You said um Montreal. Oh, Vancouver. I mean, Vancouver, another one of those teams that kind of surprised you. It surprised me. I thought they were going to be a little bit better than where they've been. Thatcher Demko hasn't really solidified into that star goalie that you've seen yet, but he's still young, like a guy like Carhartt, who has also struggled. But, I mean, I, I viewed as in, the Cavs really did the rebuild in a smart way. I mean, they they really traded off key favorites for securing a better future, but also knowing that these guys could easily be back later down the line when this team's in a better spot. So I don't, I don't write off never seeing Garland again or never seeing Dvorak again. You know, these guys could easily be back. Never Aiden Hill could be back at one point down the line. They may not be back at the same time, but knowing that this team got serious about trading off and you know scorching the earth here and really rebuilding so that if they do have these guys back one day or have different guys that are in a far better position than they are now was was a smart move by the team. And I think they doing it right compared
1: to the other three. I agree.
0: Like I've always said, since forever, I am completely drink GMBA's Kool-Aid. 100% believe in what he's got going on. I don't mind sucking by design. I don't mind a team being like, you know what, we just don't got the pieces. Let's go ahead and blow it up and do what we're doing now yeah it hurts yeah it sucks but look at Dylan Gunther we just he got a hat trick tonight I mean how many times is he scoring or having I mean it's like every night I see Grandy retweeting something he's done I'll take that it's worth it but I don't want to be and I love this team to death too they have another piece of my heart but my god are they in a dire straits the D-backs I don't want to be that team I don't want to be that team that oh we can compete and just absolutely gets blasted every night I love watching baseball but this year honestly in like May, I was pretty much like, "Yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm done watching baseball." It never happened. It has been, it has not happened in my life ever. So you know what? We stuck by design. That's okay because the future's worth it. But we've always talked about that in this podcast for months now. So, what I really got to say about that, boys? Wraps up uh, my thoughts.
2: Yeah, and I knew, like, like, like Hane said, I knew Ottawa was not going to be as good as. They wanted to be. I didn't think they'd be worse than us, but I figured they'd be bottom five. Montreal, I was really hoping we'd get their pick, man. I was really wanting that pick. I just don't see that happening anymore. Vancouver is a surprise. I kind of figured even if they weren't a playoff team, they'd be better than they have been. Um, Elias Pedersen is or looked like one of the best young talents in the league for the last several years. And he's nothing this season. It's just, it's what's happened in Vancouver. It's crazy. Anyways, that's all my thoughts on it.
0: So ready for the next topic? Yep. The one where I get to declare victory, even though I lost crazy how that
1: happens. So we had a poll hit.
0: That said, how do you pronounce? And then it was, Grandy, you want to go ahead and say it? Since it's so hard for me to say. Oh. So there's
2: <laughs> two ways I've heard this pronounced throughout. You have the normal way, the way me, Haynes, and Chase pronounce it. The way that 86% of our fan base pronounce it, which is... Rub, it in, rub it in. Yotes. Just straight, simple, to the point. Yotes. Then you have madman Tyler in fourteen <laughs> percent
0: who pronounce it YoTis. So yeah. Because I say coyotes. I say coyotes. I say that's the, the the creature. You know? So it makes sense that I say I just cut off the CO and say Yotis. I don't know. I don't think it's that weird. You're weird. <laughs> Do you say pop or soda? Pop. Soda. Oh my God. You say pot. Soda. Oh God. What do you call it? The, the the machine of water you drink from. What do you call that?
1: Water fountain. fountain. A drinking fountain.
0: Yeah. There we go. That's that's fine. We we met somewhere in the middle. That's fine. Like that one Diamond Rio but song.
2: You're sitting here acting like
1: we're. <laughs> the-
0: you yeah. are the weird ones. Eighty six to
1: fourteen.
0: Okay, but I mean. Stand up for something you believe is right, even if you're the only one standing up by yourself. You know? 86. Tough the right work. thing isn't always popular, boys. The right thing isn't always popular. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. What's wrong with what, I, you know, Why you got to attack me now? We've said it since February when we made this show. Why is it why are you attacking me now? You could have corrected me well, back then. We were
3: slowly <laughs> building the case on you, Tyler. That's what I was going on. Was well, you're getting all the
0: evidence the on the me. Case.
3: Waiting, okay. waiting for it to snap. That—that oh. exactly, is
2: exactly <laughs> what it does. I thought.
3: <laughs> what was
0: the tipping point? What was the tipping
2: point? I was so curious. curious. The first episode, honestly, I was thinking about saying something? this first, first episode, like tripping the odies. Why are we Yodies? And then I'm like, <laughs> and then the second episode, I'm like, wait, he said it again. That's weird.
1: And then so you When whole you life. say
3: it, I think of when you say it, I think of all Larson
2: because he pronounced the
3: coyotes as the coyotes. So when I hear yotes, I'm thinking, oh, the coyotes. Like how That's OEL so said it, but then I think OEL. Oh God, OEL. O-E-L?
0: Yeah, I, I guess and it he is yotes. do not
3: know how to say coyotes, so he's pronounced it as the coyote. so
0: you just said coyotes, coyotes, right? Yeah. So then yotes would just be coyotes. short coyotes. No, it's not how it works. It's not. Yeah, how it's not how that works like How does it not work like that? Explain to me. I'm not a linguist by any means, but how does it not I mean, work? I Think like about that? the
3: Islanders. I mean, think about the Islanders. The, the abbreviated okay. is Isles. I don't I don't hear Isles when I hear their name.
0: I, I call them Anders, actually, but sure. We can go <laughs> with Isles yeah, as being the their shortened name. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, I call them the Hurries like... instead of the Canes. I mean, what's wrong with that? Is that wrong, too? Call them the Hurries nope. instead of the I mean, Canes?
3: Okay. Yeah, I mean, the Canes is fine for Hurricanes.
0: Okay, I call it a typhoon. Hey.
1: <laughs> what? It's, what?
2: But the break the breaking point was I was listening to it this week. I was listening to our podcast this mm-hmm. week and like Oh man. You know, that's it. Enough's enough. And I made the poll. Finally
3: <laughs> <laughs> had no, enough I mean, of you. He was sick of you.
0: Man, twenty what this is episode twenty six. Yeah, twenty six episodes in, I finally got taken to the cross. That's crazy. You lasted that long. That's pretty, said, I got to say, that's a, that's a record. Making
3: a change, uh, he's making a pledge to make change to Yotes, like every other fan.
0: Uh, chirping I'm not Yotes, convinced that you're gag. the only
3: one that I'm – not, I'm not convinced fully that you weren't the only one that just voted on the Yotes part. I think you're the only guy who actually voted Yotes and then went through a burner account and voted
1: Yotes again
3: oh. so that it would be at 12%.
0: Actually, the funny thing oh. is, and I can prove this, I accidentally clicked the one with the big O – <laughs> and then I was like, well, so actually it should be higher than 18%. I don't I didn't I don't have a burner or anything like that, so I don't know who wrote it. I really don't know. Wait, but whoever yeah, has my wait, back.
2: We've been over this. I found your burner on air.
0: That's my cousin's account. I have no idea what you're talking about. My <laughs> fleet the fifth on air. <laughs> Anyways. The accommodating party cannot make a request for me not to, so we've gotten way off track. <laughs> We have, oh but God. Chase isn't here, and it always happens. This is what happens. He's our linchpin. He's the one that holds us together. <laughs> like blue. Like Chase, you back next week, man. I <laughs> you know. He's out there having the time of his life. I can't dock his pay oh, because hey, he's one of what, the original three. What about,
3: three. Called? What about like, the Lightning and people calling them the Bolts? Because they've done that nickname on jerseys. They did it on their on their Stam Series jersey. It's been nicknamed by the team. That I mean, that... Is, what about, I mean, that don't make any sense. I mean, what, lightning bolts. I mean, I don't. I don't. Both, I mean, I mean that's another one of those that just doesn't play. I mean, it doesn't just because it says coyotes doesn't mean that it means yotes at the end.
0: How does it not? It makes more sense than bolts. I'll give you that. But like, how does it not make sense to call them the yotes? I don't get it. I really am like generally like I don't get how has gotta be yotes when you take the co out of it. That don't make any sense. If you looked
2: at just the word yotes or y o t e s. How would
0: you okay. pronounce it? Okay, but I have the context of knowing that it's coyotes. But with no context. You don't call it a coyote. You don't say the coyotes.
2: Actually, it is linguistically correct if you call it Yeah, uh,
3: I just looked it up. If you look up how to pronounce YOT, it sounds like e- as in Y O W T YOT. Not Yo T as "yote." So with an S it means so, it, no, we're right. Me <laughs> and Granny are right. We're, it's yote. So, yotes would be the right way to say yote. Instead of saying YOTE's it would be yote. So, it, it, the way we pronounce it is the right way. It's theoretically pronounced by the American pronunciation. I'm
2: pretty sure if you look up the correct pronunciation of coyotes, too, it's coyotes. Not
0: coyotes. I think it's
3: coyotes, too. I think I'm, I'm going to look it up real fast. How
0: to pronounce. Tyler's
3: gonna oh be embarrassed on the
0: air once again. Oh, that's every week, sir. What difference does it make? <laughs> it, says right it, like it says right yeah, here. It's like Kai It says right here. Google says Kai T's. Oh my God. Look, look at, at that. On the oh my God. I am taking dubs left and right, boys. Oh. Look at that. Wait. No, you aren't because. It literally says Google. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. In pronunciation, Kai K A I O Ts. Kai
3: here you go. I'm looking at another source right here on the website, and it says that there, in it says in certain parts of the world it is pronounced as coyote. Parts of the world it's pronounced coyote. So
1: there you go. Way it's to neutral. It, but
3: if you look up how to pronounce yote, it only comes up as yo. It doesn't come up as yote. It comes up as yote. So the shortened version of coyotes would be
1: yotes. It'll be alright. So
3: we learned is how <laughs> wrong. It's,
1: no, it's we just we the no. whole time still wrong.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't because I'm just slightly less right than I normally am. That's all it is. No, well, you're that's...
3: just wrong, man. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's it's okay.
2: You know, but Haynes, it's okay because slightly less wrong than he or slightly less right than he normally is
0: is still dead wrong. <laughs> look, you guys. <laughs> look, they don't come to the chirping. Yotes, for for my hot for for my no, good takes, when, they come because they want to st- hear me say something stupid every week. And you boys carry the show. This is what we. This is our dynamic. This is what we built the show around. It was constructed around that premise. <laughs> Marty will say, is-
3: "What do you do? What do you do show wise?" I tell people that I'm on the Chirpin Yotes podcast.
0: Yeah, and it makes me just want to get soap in my ears. <laughs> You're correct. But most egregiously, why do you call it pop? That is weird. I I I, I call it soda. I know it's it good. A, a
2: regional thing up in Minnesota, they do call pop. But I am still, I'm am still the Arizonan.
0: It's it's soda. I just said that's a bug you. So if I go up there and I say pop or soda, excuse me, will they shoot me? Like will I actually get kicked out of town? <laughs> no, come well, asking. Legitimately asking. <laughs> no, because I. <laughs> The okay. people of Minnesota hold
3: yeah, such just, a grudge that it leads <laughs> <it's laughs> a this, You can't ex- even sit. Ex- get, get him out and here.
1: exiled in town square. <laughs> Tyler, you
2: yeah.
0: used to text. Oh, I'm not. They, people think I like, talk like a Californian out here. I get that all the time. You from California? No. I say you guys. I don't say y'all. Ugh, that hurts. I can't even say that. Ugh, no, never mind. I'm not even gonna say it on air. Ugh.
2: Okay. I can't. Tyler's question of the week.
0: Oh, yeah. How do you pronounce coyote? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, my question of the week inspired by a really cool Twitter post I saw. It would be, would you rather? And You have to choose one. You have to.
1: Take a slap shot from Ovechkin. Right? Or Take a hit. From Nicholas Cronwall.
0: Or some other big guy you want to think of, that's fine. Or what's I have a the slight th- ballot. I have a slight bias, I will admit that. What's the third option? Um
3: so or saying, listen, we, listen to me pronounce rather- words
0: for three hours. Uh, so uh,
3: yeah. what you're saying is we'd rather be Cronwalled, yes. be absolutely lit up by a Vetchkins one timer, or yes. be absolutely killed listening to you pronounce words for three hours and die from hearing you mispronounce words for three hours. I will say this.
0: So we had a slight technical glitch. So, Haynes, why don't you go ahead and tell us exactly why you'd want to hear me talk for three hours and pronounce all kinds of great words.
3: I would, uh, that's, that's the one I'm not choosing. You said if I had to choose one, I'm not choosing listening to you
1: speak words for three hours. I I think I'd rather,
3: I think I'd rather walk into oncoming traffic. Um, if I had to <laughs> pick be one,
0: be rude, man. You gotta be I mean, rude. I'm not here.
3: I mean, I mean, if I had to pick one, it's either be absolutely destroyed by Nick Cronwall or be absolutely destroyed by Alex Ovechkin's insane if pick had to one timer. i probably, I would go one timer, and the reason I go one timer is because I could duck or like slide on a block when the one timer going up, it was getting off the ice, and I could potentially miss being hit with one timer. I could fall on my butt and try to crawl, army crawl, Pat wall. He's still going to lay me out. <laughs> I think if I had to pick one, I'm going to take the open timer. Cause I've been hit a couple times, and I have concussion issues. I really don't want to be sent to the ER, and my parents had to say their final goodbyes to me on a ventilator. I think I'd rather just get hit with a putt by Alex and Yeah,
0: and get your freaking lungs collapsed. See, I'd, mean, in the chest.
3: I, I, I'd rather, I'd rather it almost hit me in the chest and be fine then be square on, hit on by Nick Cronwall, either like head first behind the boards or you know, laid out, open ice, not looking and then the last thing I see is me swallowing my own tongue as I die so I think, I think I'm going to pick so graphic. The, the less <laughs> deathier uh,
2: hey, for oh me it's God. for me it's actually decently easy, one not even our recording software wants to listen to
0: Tyler <laughs> Yeah, it glitched out. That was so funny. Yeah. Ill-timed, Craig. Ill-timed. You made my workload go from like an hour and a half to like three hours.
2: Secondly, I mean, granted, I've never had a concussion, so I it's a little bit safer for me. But give me the full body impact oh, God. of Cronwall versus this little frozen rubber disc coming at you at 100 miles an hour. Absolutely. I mean, you're you're breaking a bone, especially if you don't have pads on. Oh, he's shattering. I mean, you're, you're, you're shattering I mean, your, you your root
0: cage. Cronwald,
3: 100%. I mean, this guy literally got a saying called "Ging Cronwald. I mean, you know how I many guys have been Cronwall in their career and lived to tell a positive story about it? I mean, they <laughs> live, but you know how I many, like, walked away with a positive story about it? Oh, pads. I imagine if
0: they didn't
2: have pads. Well, imagine if you were blocking an Ovechkin slap shot. <laughs>
1: Without
3: I mean, an arm, but I live a happy life with an arm in the sling instead of like ginks <laughs> and off the ER with like where's called with my eyes in the back of my head because I don't know where I'm at after Cromwell lays me out.
0: I'll take the Cromwell laying out just because, like I said, the little frozen pug like Granny said. I mean, like if you have no padding on, that's for sure. If you hit like, your hard hard enough or the area, dude, like that's just gonna stop. Like it's, you're just you're you're unalived. You're in the obituary section at that point. point, hundred percent. Like you are in the in the history books. Like there is no way you're if coming you're- back from that. If
3: you Why are we saying no pads, though? I mean, if, if we're doing this, this would be us in a game. Look, so, I mean, if I have gear on, I feel a lot. I mean, if, if this is with no pads on, then, uh, yeah, okay, I'm getting Cronwalled. Can, if read this is with no you. pads on, I'm, I'm getting Cronwalled.
0: When I'm reading you Dr. Seuss books, you get pads. Other than that, you you have to take it raw, dog, bro. This is how it is.
3: Okay. And this is how I'm the question getting, is. I'm getting Cronwalled. I'm not, I'm not taking a uh, Vetchkin one-timer oh, with same. no pads. I mean, I don't want to take a Cronwall hit with no pads. I, honestly, oh, you will be fine. I, I'd no. rather just pronounce three, uh, words for three hours because that would be no physical pain in my body. I would just die a slow, painful death of boredom.
2: Yeah, that's just it. That's just it. You have the quick death of the Cronwall, the quick death of the Slapshot, or the
0: slow, agonizing death of Tyler. I'm just going to read you stories. How bad can it really be? Because
3: I know how many words you're going to pronounce and i are wrong, and I'm gonna, every time you say a word, I'm going to have to correct it in my own head.
0: Name one thing <laughs> I pronounced wrong. Hi, I Name eights. one thing. That Our you Yotes. said it the same way I Yotes. do. I was like, Wait a minute, you said it the
3: Yotes. same way I do. Yotes. Now it's Yote's wrong.
0: How do I say Yodis wrong?
3: <laughs>
0: hey. We're not getting this again. We're not getting this again. <laughs> yeah, I want to the name to chat,
2: and I want you to pr- try to pronounce this. Okay.
3: Anybody pronouncing it, or is it just Tyler?
2: Just Tyler. Just Tyler okay. to start. I'm okay. going to see it in
3: my head. Yeah, I want to see Tyler say it first. I'm. I want to say it in my head.
0: Here
1: we go. Let's see.
0: The thing you just tweeted, right? Yeah, sent to the Oh my god! Okay, Uh, <laughs> uh I'm gonna get my best shot here. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna butcher this. I am so sorry, whoever you are, sir. I, I'm gonna get your name wrong on the air, but uh, <laughs> Yuri Slavkovsky. I don't know Slav- Slavkovsky. The last name's not too bad, but that first name I can't pronounce. That I'm not gonna lie to you, boys. I I have no idea. Hey, Jure, what?
1: Jure, Jure the, Jure age? Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm your age?
3: a little bit better at pronouncing names. Slavkovsky is I, I, how I'm picking up the last name is Slavkovsky, yeah. but I, that I, first name is, I, I'm thinking like. Your age? Yuri, Yuri, or, like or something.
2: I'm pretty sure it's Yuri. I think you have that one right.
3: There you go. Yuri Slavkovsky.
2: I, there you, Have,
3: you go. You name I can't pronounce right. I feel like I've pronounced every name for the most part right in my life. Uh, mm. Thank you to NHL uh, 2003 all the way up to 2022 for teaching me how to pronounce impossible guys' names that aren't real that they added on my seventh year of my dynasty that aren't even real guys. They're just adding the draft at this point. Thank you for uh, teaching me how to pronounce just unreal names.
2: Right? It's so much easier. Thank you, NHL Games.
3: Yes. That's the only
2: reason I can pronounce half
3: these. Yep, there you go. You're Your Kofsky. There you go. Bam, boom. End of episode.
0: Oh, you're the <laughs> you're the Shakespearean guy, so I did say that. I meant it.
3: Bam, there you go. That's how you end the episode right there. It's Haynes Evans knows how to pronounce everything.
0: You pronounce everything. He does say soda correctly, so that's good. Soda. <laughs> <sighs> all right, I think that's I think that's the episode, boys. You ready to wrap this thing up? We all yes. Pick-
2: I'll pick the quick death over Tyler's slow agonizing one.
0: You know what? I'll have yeah. an entire. I'll just hijack the podcast and for an hour and just read Doctor Seuss books. <laughs> see how many views it gets. You never know. I could become famous. I could be a voice actor. I can do impressions. Could be fine. You never know. And I could yeah. be to something. <laughs> oh my! All right, <laughs> all right, boys, ready in this thing? Yes. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, if there's anything else to add, then from the, all of us here at the Chirpin Yotes, is that better podcast? Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.